This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Quick Travis Dork update. I love that the Tennessee Titans are going to run back the Houston Oilers uniforms. Mm-hmm. It's been all over Twitter this morning. Just Sports Center made me think of it. That they're going to run. You know how much I love old uniforms. Yeah, those Oilers ones were money. They're running them back. The helmet with the antenna or whatever it was. Remember, the, it's the, an oil well. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait. I, I they saw it this morning. I'm all over that. Everyone's all into their uh, throwbacks this year because the creamsicles are back for yep, the Bucks. I think that one. the uh, Eagles are bringing back their their Kelly Green. I think that was yeah. in the eighties. That yeah. was in the eighties and yeah. early nineties. How about the Randall those Seahawks Cunningham. throwbacks? Which ones are they bringing back? So they the brought silver back... helmet ones. Yeah, yeah they look tight. so good, Trav. So here's the thing: they, all this stuff is cyclical. They bring back the stuff when the people. I was a kid in the seventies and eighties, right? I am now a middle-aged man who presumably is in the middle of a career and has money to spend. Okay. So they go and they create all these old uniforms, so we go out and buy all this stuff. That's what it's it is. A, but even even for younger generation, oh, they love the old school stuff. Yeah, yeah the Raptors jerseys always sell the, the old, old school, school one, stuff. the um, Grizzlies and ones. There's certain brands out there. There's certain teams that you, know, you just kind of don't have. The Yankees stick with something similar. The Dodgers are sticking with something similar. Very few that do just the one or two things. There's very few. But when you get, I mean, even the Lakers will have some throwback and stuff like that. But old, or for the most part, a lot of the younger generation will go buy all this old school stuff. They like the retro. Old school. Yeah, yeah the retro. I like that Pistons one. That baby, not is that blue? You know what I'm talking about? I know, Pistons. I know exactly. With the yeah. ball. I, or like it's like a, I think it's a horse on there or something. Oh, that was yeah. a yeah. weird. That's like from. That's the, that's the. Is that Grant Hill? Yes, yeah, I think Grant so. Hill. Yeah, yeah. That's that, a cool jersey. That's after Lambeer. That, after the, Lambeer. The, after the Bad Boy Pistons. Okay, so I think I mentioned this story. I know I mentioned it, Trav. When I was in Houston for Lakers Rockets game, it was in the Final Four weekend, and I had mentioned this too because it was you know, obviously the connection there. They had a San Diego Rockets jersey. Oh right, and it was Pat Riley. Pat Riley was a player for the San Diego Rockets, and there's on the jumbotron just a photo. It's it's you know they're selling their vintage whatever. I'm like, what the hell? There's a Pat Riley. They're selling a Pat Riley jersey. I knew there's San Diego Rockets. I didn't even. I didn't know Pat Riley was on the San Diego Rockets. You should get one. You should wear it to work every day. You could just it's the kind of because it's Lakery, it's San Diego y, it's Uh kind of it's the NBA, it's all your favorite things. Pat Riley. I'm like, what yeah, the hell? Showtime Lakers along yep. the way. Sports Arena's still there. All right, so Emily, you were on vacation. I, I would have bet the farm that you were going to do the Barbenheimer, that you're only halfway done, that you're doing the Barb part later Very today. disappointed. Very that you disappointed. you only did Oppenheimer? You kind of let me down. Okay, yeah. so I let myself down. I just, you know, it just didn't work out. I say it. There's no theater on the island, so I couldn't go see it. 
Uh, and I also didn't really want to. It wasn't really like working with our, my family's plans. And I was traveling on Saturday. It just didn't work, work out. But it worked out that I could get one ticket to go see Oppenheimer last night. I was in the second row. <laughs> and so, uh, Did you see it on the huge screen, Second too? row on the IMAX. Yeah. So it was like just looking up and... Every time a bomb went off, I felt it inside of my body, but <laughs> I am seeing Barbie tonight. And okay, hold I'm, on before you get to Barbie. Okay. What did you think of Oppenheimer? So, if you like Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin, you're going to like this movie. Did he, he, he didn't write the movie. He did not did write he? it. It was Christopher Nolan, but okay. it was a lot of walk and talk. It was three hours of a lot of information, very little non Is it dialogue. dramatic or is it informative? It's both. Okay. I think that I, so I was a history major. I did study World War II um, for two semesters, and so I think it's really incredibly accurate to what was happening at the time. So I think that's one thing that's really amazing. And if you don't really know the story of this super well, it's going to tell you a lot. And even if you know the story really well, it'll show more things. But I would give it like a seven point five out of ten. I think it dragged a little bit at the end. Third hour to me dragged Third a bit. Hour-sly. Well, if, if it dragged <laughs> for you. Um, yeah. I don't know what, and it dragged in the third hour. I don't know what that means but for us. There is <laughs> a good. there is a Florence Pugh's Astro scene. If anybody is interested, um, she is a very good looking woman. So there's yeah. that in there. But you do see a lot of Killian Murphy, which he's a little bit bony. Why but, is everybody uh, searching right now? <laughs> I don't know what Florence Pugh was. Everybody put their yeah, head, the yeah. whole roll put their head down. <laughs> DeAndre, I didn't even yeah. see it. Everybody I, was gone. I, um, I don't know who she is. Now, I do now. Yeah, but yeah. Oppenheimer, I think, is worth seeing if you have the Just time to tickets. go see it. Um, and I would not recommend Second Row of an IMAX, but I do recommend seeing it in IMAX because that's kind of what it's made for. Okay, no chance I see it from the first or second row. <laughs> no, no, you're missing out. That's not happening. You're missing yeah. out. Um, I wouldn't three, recommend it to you, honestly, because it's no? three hours. I'm gonna. Here's the thing. I'm going to see it. My yeah. son, Michael, really wants to see it. I told him we'll go see it. So yeah. I, I'm going to see it, but I was kind of bullish on it to go in to – from the beginning, yeah. but what you said, Jorge, what you said that is like eh, a little, little this slow. Is a dialogue. It's a lot of dialogue. There's yeah. a lot of those guys in the movie too that are like, oh, that guy. Like there are a lot of guys that are from like random things here and there that I IMDb'd. I like I searched like what he's from. There's a guy from an old Nickelodeon show that's in it, Josh <laughs> Peck. Um, but in general, I think it's really well acted, executed perfectly. I just think that could it's... it have been a two-hour movie? Yes. Okay. Two and a half, maybe is probably what I would have done, but yeah, it could be two. Are you going to see it? Should they have a pitch clock? <laughs> there <laughs> oh, is yeah, okay. There is one part, Jorge. Next I, scene, I don't know if you violation. <laughs> uh, Matt Damon, you're out. <laughs> Next guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you'll agree with me, Jorge, that there's one like longer scene that is like so gripping that you can't look away. The yeah, one in, in just, Los Alamos. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. engaged. You have. Yeah. Okay, I will see it because I'll see it for a couple reasons. Number one, everybody's talking about it, and number two. I'm already right now trained to be on a couch for nine hours. Easy. No problem. <laughs> you put in the and train. you like no the problem. front row too, right? I'm a front row guy. <laughs> the front row. I'm a front row guy. Yeah. So I think I think I will see it. You, so, know what I, you know what I started watching? I know I'm so late in the game in this, but it keeps coming up on Netflix. West Wing. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, it keeps coming up on Netflix, and the, the, the trailer where it just starts playing is, it's good. It's not great, but it's good. Suits. You guys all seen Suits? Why is that at the top of the queue? It's on it's, the same thing. They're yeah. really trying to push Suits right now. Yeah. I think because they just got the rights to it. Suits used to be super big in the UK, which is why you know uh, Harry knew who Meghan was. But uh, Did yeah. it do well or no? I, I don't know. 
Did you? So you didn't see? It? I have. I know no one in my life that's watched Suits. It, I have no interest. I, I'm with. I, why I don't are have you a ton angry? Yeah, just exactly. say you didn't watch it. I just. I just. I just don't understand why, why people love Suits. Why okay. did she get mad? I don't know how much time you've had to experience the Trav and Slee show when Emily starts talking about media, whether movies or films or books or whatever. I just asked. TV. You know what I mean? Like if she and I felt like, like I was attacked. She takes it personally, <laughs> like it was specifically designed to aggravate her. I just, like suits. I have to tell my girl tonight. I think we're done watching. No, it. no. Go watch suits <laughs> Wait, if you, you like it. Watch, you started watching. I saw watch. Is Actually, it good? I watched. I watched, Is it good? I watched a lot of episodes yesterday. <laughs> oh, see? I watched I'm a lot of episodes. Good, Eight. Um, it's good. It's good. It's not. It. It tries to have. How do I explain this? I like that. There's actually some storyline in it. There's. I. I think it came off in the beginning like, oh, it's just going to be. Like some of these other shows where there's a lot of good looking people and they're hooking up every other every other oh, you know scene or whatever it is. Ninety <laughs> percent of HBO so and, and Showtime different set of channels. For it. <laughs> yeah, ninety percent of uh, oh, you got to pay extra for those. I got a bunch. <laughs> it's a little scribbly. Yeah, <laughs> old school, right? Nineteen eighty-eight, exactly. Uh, but I actually I I like it. Yeah, I think it's good. I, I'm more in Emily's. I've never seen it, but it's one of those. I think it was comes a, up US, every, it was a USA up. show. Yeah, every it was single USA. Time. Yeah, every no, single time. It's there it's every time, up. and I immediately go down, and it's gone. It's like it's easy to get rid of. But it was one of those shows that, I don't know, I'd never heard any. It was on the air a long time. Yeah. Never heard anybody really talk about it. All right, so there's the Oppenheimer yep. part of it. Uh, Jorge, you saw yeah. the Barbie movie, and too. And you dressed up in all pink, right? Did you, did you put on a, a costume? Did you take pictures no, inside no the box? Pink. Did you do any of those things? No pink Why not? Whatsoever. No, I just, I don't have any, well, I do have something pink, but no, I didn't. Could I wear didn't. the Inter-Miami uh, no, no, there's, a, there's a Mexican jersey that's pink, man. I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't switch my alliance for my LAFC. Come on. What uh, did you think? Uh, the first 15 minutes, I was like, okay. And then it gets into some things, and I'm like, okay, th- this isn't what I expected. And it just goes. Is it a comedy? Is that is that like what uh, lane is it in? I mean, it, yeah, I guess so. Is I it mean, funny? There's, there's music. Uh, there's musical elements to it. There's you know performances and and what it's it's it's. I mean, it's not. I'm not gonna say it's terrible. It's yeah. the worst movie ever. But it just but wasn't okay. my. Yeah, it's it, it's cool. Better yeah. or worse than Oppenheimer? Worse. Okay. Oppenheimer's. I uh, yeah, better for me. I think it's depends on your taste. Mm, yeah, exactly. Like I think that everyone in this group would like Oppenheimer way more than Barbie. I'm probably gonna like Barbie more than Oppenheimer, but I feel like it kind of falls into what you tend to go and search after when you're looking for movies. And I think that all of you like Oppenheimer more. So you're going to see Barbie tonight? Yes, sir. Are you gonna dress? Of course I am. <laughs> what are you wearing? I have a hot pink like short and like button up combo, and then the director of the film is Greta Gerwig, and I have a shirt that says Greta Gerwig on it. And so, uh, yeah, I'm going all in. I'm going early so I can see all the previews and stuff. My friends are coming with me. When, There's a special Barbie are, menu. There's a Barbie menu yeah. at the theater yeah, at, at the, the Alamo theater, Draft House. At the Alamo. Yeah. <laughs> what what is on the Barbie menu? I think it's just like Everything. pink, the, pink, like a pink drink, cotton yeah. candy. What yeah. else is pink now? <laughs> pink lemonade, Nothing. pink lemonade, and cotton candy. Yeah, no, I'm super excited about it, and I know that I'm going to be all in on it, and I'm probably going to cry multiple times. So that's probably cry. Is it sad? There's a scene at the end that. Oh, I know. You're... Oh, yes. yeah. Did you cry, Horn? No, I did not. But I, I can see what you can she's see talking. why people yeah. cry. No, yeah. it's, it's. How do you cool. know there's a sad scene, Em? If you haven't seen it. So I've been trying to avoid Google. spoilers, but there's a lot of stuff on my TikTok that's come up, and I kind of get the gist of what's going to happen at the end. And so, uh, yeah. 
Remember when Emily got mad that I saw suits? <laughs> she lost it, bro. Yeah. I just, just don't understand. <laughs> what what bothers you more that he uses Spotify or that or no what Pandora or that he watches Suits? Uh, Pandora. Probably Pandora. Wait, yeah, I Pandora. use I use Pandora. Of course okay. you do. No, it's yeah. okay. Just, I use, I, no, seriously, I, I do too. No, it's and okay. Spotify just, the free one, dude. It's obviously not yes. okay. Why not? It, I don't, uh, don't ask me. It's yeah, been a it's, year. I'm careful, I've gotten bro. over it, just guys. Careful. <laughs> careful, man. No, I think things live forever here, Emily. Have you ever dressed up to go to a movie? What do you think? I'm, I'm guessing no, no but I have you not. could surprise me. You might no, have been like I, a, I, put, put I, I wish way. I could tell you, like, oh, I was a Lord of the Rings if guy. You and would I have said when to me, dress, no. If you would have said to me, you know what? I did a Rocky Horror Picture thing one night and I put on the costume. Because that, that, that would have been a shock for Alan. It, I, would be surpri- I would be shocked, but it's also kind of one of those things that came people out of nowhere do occasionally, yeah. right? No. That's the only yeah. time, like, when I was a kid. That was the only movie you would see where people, even when Star Wars was originally, yeah. people weren't dressed up as Chewbacca and Han Solo <laughs> waiting in line. I know they are now, but that was not, it was Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show. That was it. The people, and it was after midnight and all the people would come out and kind of do their thing. But yeah. we went to dinner, same dinner we went to on Saturday afternoon. There's a movie theater right down the road, like quarter mile away. Half of the restaurant was dressed in pink getting ready to go Damn. see the Barbie movie. Like I don't understand. Like it's you're not. They're fun, not going to have Travis. you be an okay, extra is this, in the movie. Is this, is this you a, lack whimsy. I, I know. <laughs> has this been a resurgence for the theaters? I mean, or are they fine and it didn't even matter? This so this summer in general has fine. been very good. I think for movies. So let's just take the movies this summer for example. So Super Mario Brothers did really yeah, really they well, yeah. mm-hmm. and then these two movies did really really well. So we also had Mission Impossible. I can't remember what the numbers it did last week, but it kind of got preempted by Oppenheimer and Barbie. So there are really good movies coming out right now, but we're gonna have a long time until we see more good ones because Dune's already been pushed back. Oh, Dune yeah, two yeah. has already yeah. been pushed back. Double okay. strike. It's just a lot of stuff. They can't promote these movies. So right now, these this is like kind of the end of a good. Okay, run. but this was a good mix though because you have that action that you know just dialogue heavy to like something that's a little colorful and stuff so it was a good it was a good it's like together <laughs> it's like yeah. a uh, singing in the rain a little bit too so it's, it's off of a lot of these like stage musicals because all their effects and all the props and stuff in the background are like on a sound stage so again if you like that stuff you're gonna like it but i i know you guys don't <laughs> you should go to oppenheimer dressed as albert einstein done Get the big white wig, mustache, <laughs> or a hat that always falls I do, off. I do yeah. want to see that movie. That that movie I want to see. Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah. That uh, of the, I know I won't go see Barbie, but that one I want to go. Let's go after the show. Sometime. Get dress up as yeah. Ken. Let's do it. Yeah. Put on a tank top and mm-hmm. put a blonde wig on, and you can go as Ken. You're Knuff right? or Ken enough or whatever the thing is. Like people are saying. Yeah, yeah. Ken, yeah, his sweater. He's got a sweater on there. It says Knuff. Enough? Yeah. It's like you're enough. Enough. Oh. But it's Kenuff. So clever. <laughs> so it's good. So good. I I completely oh, totally missed it. Clayton Kershaw, everything's fine. Everything's fine. He's we're, just not we're gonna just throw. not gonna let him pitch. Yeah. Everything's fine. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Okay, um, so I saw that you saw this because I believe that you liked it, but I just want to read this to you and get your reaction to it. Then we're going to talk about the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw. Uh, Luis on Twitter writes, how Emily feels about suits is how we feel about Taylor Swift. You see how they try to push it, Jeez. but we don't care. Oh my God. That is an opinion. <laughs> I can't believe he sent that tweet. I'm I nervous. Ac- I acknowledge his tweet. <laughs> Anything you'd like to add? Not on air. <laughs> It's more because I have things I would like to say, but I like don't like, for, like what, for instance, you know, no, like no. use your PG thirteen yeah, brain, right, and just you know, family show. Do, do you think that that's a, to, an apt comparison? To each their own. You guys can have. It's, I don't think it's an apt comparison, but <laughs> why not? To each their own. Why is it not an apt comparison? Because I don't know. <laughs> I have nothing more to say about this topic. I'm sorry. I think we should all start watching Suits together. One or two more, I feel like I could get her over the edge. But out of no, respect I, for you, Emily. And I, I appreciate the follow-up questions that you had. You were pushing. You were just I like, Let me, can I get but something? Buckle in, guys. It's going to be two weeks until I'll see Taylor Swift. I'm going to bring her up every day. I did not put two and two together yeah. that we're going to do our first Ram show the day after your at the Taylor Swift. And concert. my sisters will be at the Ram show because they're oh, going to they be are. in town. So. Sisters, plural? Yes. Sarah, who no one has met before because okay. she's my youngest sister. And then my sister Claire is going to be in town. Claire's so the one come. that came to Mandy's one. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to come to Rams training camp because they have fly out later on Sunday evening. So so how about we do this? You talk about suits a lot during the show <laughs> every time that I bring up Taylor Swift so that we have just kind of like this two things that no one cares about besides us. <laughs> Could be. We could do it at the same time. Taylor while Swift. While she's talking about Taylor Swift. Well, I'm not a Swifty necessarily. I don't have like negative associations. I just, it's just not really. Suits is like, yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't like being force fed at the top of the queue. It's like, it's enough. One day. Oh, they're fine. forcing it. Two yeah. days. Eh, yeah. All right. Three, four, multiple. They finally suits got day. me. They have a lot of money on it. They, they must. finally got me. Give me, give me the, uh, give me the five second elevator pitch on what it's about. Um, the kid who does not have a Harvard degree ends up joining this top-notch law firm. They got to hide that he's not that he doesn't have a Harvard degree, and there's basically two top-notch lawyers that are in charge of this entire thing, and he's kind adventures. of in the middle of he's in the middle of serving one of them, and the other one is kind of trying to find ways to, I guess you could say, ruin his time there. It sounds a lot like this uh, show called Industry on HBO. Wow. Yeah, I, yeah, that didn't uh, work no for thanks. me. I, I started looking at Twitter as he was describing it. Well, any, <laughs> any pitch that I have on like a sitcom, it's not going to do well. Yeah, that's I'm hard, gonna, right? The elevator yeah. pitch is not easy. You get twenty seconds. What's to the last of, thing wait, you watched? Sitcom, or uh, you know, like a Netflix? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the, the last thing you watched? Like the last show yesterday, you mean? No, just in no. He's saying a last oh, series, the last, the last series, series. Yellowstone, the uh, Yellowstone series, in yeah. Succession. Okay, yeah. Yeah, me, and I quit Yellowstone me, before uh, the finale. Abbott Elementary. You like it? Oh, I love yeah, that it was, show. Uh, I love it too, but uh, that was the last thing I watched. Yeah. And Ted Lasso and the finales of those. Have you ever seen the Fernando documentary? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, that's, I, I watched that on, on an endless loop in the house. <laughs> when there's nothing, when there's not a Dodger game, Fernando documentary. Okay, Fernando mania. Yeah. That's, that's I just go back, keep going back to NBA TV, <laughs> seeing what they have. <laughs> 
they, yeah, well, probably games the same thing, right? I don't know if they have the Fernando, but they have the equivalent of the Fernando. The problem with the Spectrum stuff is I've already seen them every one 95 times. Oh, I did watch the Joe Davis Dodger mentory that they had, or what's access, all access. Oh, yeah. They had one on Joe yeah, that Davis. was over the weekend, too. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Played catch with his little kid in the backyard while he's cooking, he's cooking pork chops. Exactly. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I feel like Joe Davis and I could be best friends. We're playing catch and making pork chops. This is pretty good. Just Have a catch. Little, I don't know how Stop. much, I don't know how much promotion it got, but again, this was a Netflix one that was pushing. The Conor McGregor um, hour, maybe. Hour ten, hour fifteen, yeah, something like that. It was actually, it was okay. Was it good? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, he, he's, he's got, he's got some interesting. He's compelling. I, I get why people. He's got, are he's got some in. interesting. I, I get it, hundred percent. All right, so the Dodgers say everything is fine with Clayton Kershaw, that he was supposed to throw uh, to hitters. They said, nah, we're not going to have him throw to hitters. We'll just have him throw a bullpen. And they said, eh, you know what? We're not going to have him throw a bullpen, but everything's fine. Everything, don't don't worry about anything over here. Everything's fine. We're just not going to have him pitch for a while, and we'll let you know when he pitches again. I don't know if you could have come up with a scenario that would have freaked me out more than if they just said, hey, listen, got a little bit of a setback. He had some tightness in there or whatever it is, or he was sick. He had the you know, cold. But just this, everything is fine. He's just not going to pitch is one of those messages that makes my radar come alive and start thinking about all the terrible scenarios. Because you look at their pitching staff, Slee, it's already a barely held together mess. And if you don't get Clayton Kershaw back, I don't know what you do. Can I make, I I think I can help you feel better. Okay. Um, There's 16 games over 500. Mm -hmm. They just built kind of out of nowhere a four game lead in the division. And they've been able to do it by piecing things together. I'm not telling you it's perfect. It's not. You know, you're going to have the trade deadline come. I'm sure a lot of Dodger fans are asking, can you, can you find a way to get another arm? Can you find a way to get another starting pitcher? Uh, for, for some of the reasons that we're talking about and some of your concerns are with Kershaw. But even without Kershaw there, even with Julio missing a ton of time, even with Dustin May, even with um, uh, Gonsolin kind of being eh, right? There's yeah. And you, you have all these other double-A guys, triple-A guys that you've brought up, even with all that, you're not in jeopardy of not making the postseason. True. You're not in jeopardy. I mean, look at the last two weeks. Two weeks. They built a four-game lead in the division? You know, that that kind of came out of nowhere. And I'm not saying that, you know, you always said, hey, at some point, look, the Diamondbacks, they're just super young. It's, it, they're going to adjust. It's happening. Yeah. The Dodgers have put themselves in a position where – I think timing-wise, I get what your concerns are because you're not hearing what you want to hear about Kershaw. But I wonder how much this is as well. Is like, look, we've before they needed Kershaw every fifth day because they needed a W and they needed a starting pitcher. And I'm not telling you that that's not going to be the case once you get into August and moving forward. But there's a little bit of a luxury now of saying, okay, well, can we hold on and keep this thing pieced together in the amount of time that um, he's been out, we've been able to do it. Give him as much time as he needs because we're going to need him more later than we need him right now. I think that's probably why they're pushing it back. I, I'm with you on that, and it is slightly comforting to know that they've built a little bit of a lead. But here's the thing. Number one, they're winning these games because two things that are probably not sustainable are winning these games for him. Number one, they're scoring runs like crazy, right? Yep. That Freddie and Mookie and and Will Smith and J.D. Martinez, Max Muncy's been hot of late. Yep. They're they're scoring runs in bunches, right? They've they've had two blowouts in Texas. Look like they're getting ready for a third yesterday. So 
Well, those guys are going to hit 16 on Saturday or whatever it was. After putting up 10 a couple of times in Baltimore, that's going to come back to a more realistic level. The other part of it is making the postseason sure, not exactly just the Dodger goal. You want to make some noise here. And this is where it gets tricky. Think about, and let's say Clayton Kershaw comes back and is Clayton Kershaw that we saw in the first part of the season. He's really good, right? He he not only was good, he was very good, all-star good. Here's your rotation as it sits right now. Obviously, it's probably going to be different two weeks from now, but this is what it is. Kershaw, who is health healthy sometimes. When okay. he's healthy, he's good, but you can't just feel 100% great yeah. about his health. Your next best guy is probably, at this point, Bobby Miller, who's as green as they get. You know, sometimes he looks great, sometimes not so much. Your next guy after that is Julio. He's been all over the map. What did he give up? Eight in his last? Worst start of his career. Yeah. Literally, the worst start of his career. You almost can't even use him on the road. He's been so bad on the road. He's been all over the place. If he feels like he's not even close to where he's supposed to be, then it's Gonsolin, who's your fourth guy, who you just described as eh. I think that's right. Okay, we'll see what happens. Your best guy is a guy that's in his middle 30s who's coming off of an injury, and your next best guy is a kid who's never pitched in a big game in his life. That's a problem. I know they're winning because they're scoring like crazy. I know they're winning because their bullpen has been much better than it was through the first part of the season. I don't know how sustainable that is either. But you've got, after those two guys, it drops off a cliff and in a hurry. Yeah, and and that's I guess that's a question in these short amount of time that we have. How do they address the starting pitching? Because it, I, I think it's clear if at one point we were telling ourselves, hey, it's got to be bullpen, it's got to be bullpen. I know you can make a case um, if you need another bat. I don't think you need another bat. But ultimately, can you go grab a starting pitcher? It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be an ace, but can he be the second? Marcus Stroman, Lucas Giolito, one of these guys. Grab somebody that all of a sudden there's a little bit more depth there and you feel a little bit more comfortable because that starting rotation that you just said, as good as the Dodgers have played, you walk into that in the postseason? No. It's not happening. It's not happening. You're asking for you're asking your offense to go score eight runs a game against another team's aces. That, and, that's and really come a huge postseason, ask. that's all it's gonna be is the teams in the postseason are good. You're mm-hmm. not getting to the the middle of the rotation in the Texas Rangers or their bullpen. You're getting their top two guys. And I know that they scored a bunch of runs against them this weekend, but you're going to get everybody's best. That soft bullpen, those guys don't pitch in the in the postseason. I will I will say this every time that you've said, Hey, watch out for this stretch. They got a lot of tough opponents coming up, this, that. Keep delivering. Six and three on the road trip. Keep delivering. Six and they they won all all three series, yep. they looked really good doing Chances it along the way. Mm-hmm. The other part is, is <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you see them spend some of their money. And I don't mean money. I mean talent. I yeah. mean prospects. And Emmett Sheehan, a Pepio, a, a, a Stone, a Grove. I The only guy that I would plant my flag and say, no how, no way you get your hands on this guy is Miller. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is like, yeah, let's talk. Hey, I need Pepio. Okay, what do I get? In, okay, let's talk about that. They have to upgrade it. You have to get better at that part because they're they're drastically undergunned right now. They're undergunned there, and they're still right in the mix. So if you, I mean, I, I'm sure Dodger fans are sitting back saying, "All right, they, you've got this far. You're 16 games over 500 as you sit here today. You're in the hunt, but you're also not good enough to probably win the whole thing." All right, so. we're gonna take some phone calls on this. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. That's coming up in a little bit, but not before we do Factor Cap, which is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, guys. We know that uh, Freddie Freeman, thank you, introduced some new dance moves to uh, the Dodgers, right? Yeah. And I, I just love that video of uh, no, Mr. Greg Bergman. Sliwa, come on, man. Sliwa, man. You gotta give the program, fool. No, come on. No, 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 no. Like this, like this. No, 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 no. Boo. Sliwa, you got the shopping cart? By the way, I, I respect it yeah. deeply that you yeah. went immediately to the sprinkler yep. and that you immediately went to the robot. Those yeah. are your two Hey, hold moves. on. What are you doing? How'd you get that seat? <laughs> what are you, Momo now? Exactly. Oh, man, see, this, I don't like this. I don't like this at all, Trav. I, I, I don't either. I, 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 I miss him. Wow. I miss my buddy Jorge. This, no, no, he's like happy. On the show. He's comfortable. No, no, no. Look at a smile no, on his face. I know. He moved into a different but, neighborhood. But he's... You just don't get this back and forth everywhere. Oh, how'd you, how'd you get that seat? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Momo. I also missed all the dance discourse last week. So I saw Oh, yeah, Berg was Greg's got moves. Yeah, Berg was coming. It only comes out after like seven tequilas. Don't worry. He was cutting a rug. He's say. in a competition this weekend. <laughs> it wasn't dance just off. drunken dancing. It was drunken good dancing. Yeah. And I was impressed. Thank you. Yes. But Thank that's you. that's the right combination. Drunken good dancing. There's yes. that, Those sometimes go really like, well together. I could have seven tequilas and dance, and you'd look like I was having a heart attack. <laughs> like you look like Freddie 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 Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You'd had, like, moves. I was... I'm jealous. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'll talk about some of my flight snafus here, and we'll put turn them into factor caps. So do I, better. <laughs> than United. United. <laughs> I almost said a tweet like that this weekend, but then I thought about it because I knew that you guys would talk about it on Monday, so I, I held back. So um, <laughs> damn it. On the way from LA to Chicago was my layover. On the way to Savannah, and the woman next to me clearly was a nervous flyer. So she, you know, did the sign of the cross a couple times when we went in the air, and then whenever we had turbulence, she also did the sign of the cross there too. She was a little nervous, and so when the plane landed, she's on the uh, window seat. She stands up immediately, and uh, yeah, we were me and the other woman in the aisle did not stand up either. So she's the only one standing up in our row. She's in your row. Yes. Okay. She turns around to the person behind her, who's an adult, by the way, and goes. Oh, so you're the person who's been kicking my seat the entire time. Aggressive. So okay. this woman woke up and chose violence. <laughs> Travis, Patrick Cap. Ah, uh, fact. That look, I understand flying sucks. The seats are small, they're packed in there. No one's comfortable unless yeah. you're at the front of the plane. Everybody is uncomfortable and miserable. Yep. What makes it worse is if the person before is kneeing the back of your chair or pulling on it and moving. And I get it, nobody likes that. But to LA to Chicago is like a four hour flight. To just sit there in silence for four hours and get need in the back, you decided to do that, lady. What you can do earlier in the flight is say, I'm really sorry. I don't mean to be difficult, but you keep nailing the back of my chair. Would you mind just being a little more careful? You can do that, and it's it's fine. 
but to immediately once the wheels hit the runway turn around and say oh so you're the one kneeling my chair that is a very very aggressive move fact Berg? Yeah, it's absolutely fact. And look, it's those are really tight spaces. Like when you try and get comfortable, I try. I put my knees up on there. I'll try and put my feet. Oh, really? Like I well because you can't move. There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere, nothing to do. So if but if you if she would have turned around to me and said, "Hey, like I understand you're uncomfortable. Can you just not keep kicking the back of my seat?" It's not like I'm, you know, kicking on it, but it's hard. It's hard to get comfortable on those seats. You just don't do it at the end. The end is ridiculous. No, you, and it's not rude to ask, hey, no. you're kicking my seat. Would no. you mind being a little more careful? It's totally fine. It's fact. That was Ow. absolute violence. Uh, cap on this one. Listen, she. it's kind of similar on the road. Somebody cuts you off. I don't know about you, but I just want to see what they look like. I want to know who they are. <laughs> Speed up. Get around. I want to why know who they, they are, why they did this, what goes through their mind, where are they from, the whole thing. I want to know everything. Not that finger. So, uh, <laughs> I'm so on YouTube. By the time I got up to see who it is, to have somebody consistently kicking your chair for that long, it happens, right? Like just like on accident, something too. like that. But if somebody's doing it the entire time, let's say they're one of those where they're constantly moving their knees or something like that and just hitting the back. I mean, can we figure something out? Plus, you guys both went fact, so I just wanted to go something different. I went cap. <laughs> How long was the flight? Uh, two and a half hours. Oh, yeah. Fact. From L.A. to Chicago? Yeah. You on the Concorde? <laughs> That's a fast L.A. to Chicago flight. I mean, it might have been longer, yeah. but that's what I felt like it was. Okay. Yeah. Four hour, right? Four hour yeah. flight usually. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, so the other flight that was an issue. So this was from Savannah to um, Denver. So I was flying from Savannah to Denver, and I got to the airport really early because uh, we had to check out of the house at 10 a.m. My flight was at 4 p.m. and takes an hour to get to the airport. So I called an, an, an uh, taxi, cost me way too much money uh, to get to this airport. Uh, and yeah, anyway. an hour long taxi ride. Yeah. Woo. So it was fun. It was fun. Uh, but we get on our plane on time. A little bit of weather, not a crazy amount of weather. And so we get into the, everyone's seated on the plane. And then, you know, 30 minutes go by. We have not left the gate. And so then 45 minutes goes by. Still haven't left the gate. And so an hour goes by. That's the worst. Our pilot oh, comes on and says, uh, attention, please. Uh, your bags are not on the thing. And, you know, he basically <laughs> says he blames it on Savannah, the airport, saying they were are understaffed for a Saturday weekend in the summer flight. So I you like should that. have as many workers as possible on the weekend. But the pilot's like, this isn't our fault. This is Savannah's fault. And you can write a report about them. And I was like, this is the sassiest pilot I've ever been on the plane with. So... <laughs> Eventually, two hours later, two hours later, what? we left the gate. You so. were on the airplane at the gate for yes. two hours? That's two hours. Bug. All right, so you would rather be stuck on a tarmac for two hours than be stuck in an airport overnight. Berg, factor cap. Oh, jeez. So, fact is tarmac, cap is airport overnight. Uh, fact. I mean, I'm overnight in the airport. I don't, I, I'll sit through the two hours if I really, really have to. Well, yeah, but I'm stuck in the airport. Like, I'm not going anywhere. I, I would much rather be knowing that I'm going to leave. I'll sit the two hours and that's awful and I'll hate every second of it, but at least I'm getting up and I'm leaving. And air, stuck in the airport, I'm there. You're not going anywhere. So, fact. Is I think what that was. Fact, tarmac, and you know you can entertain yourself for a couple hours. It's the worst. But the you're fact really close quarters on that plane as opposed 100%, to in the airport. Hundred percent. I, I I see where you're going, but it's two hours. 
Um, I'd rather just sit there for two hours next to strangers. I go through my phone. I probably yeah. have service, you know. So I, I'll take my chances there. Trav, I I hate to make it unanimous, yeah. but it's unanimous. It's the we amount can be of time. Unanimous. No, it's, it's the amount of time. I'm it's going the two now. hours part of it. What right? if your What if your uh, connection is only an hour and a half, and so you miss your connection? Yeah, it's still look. I want to get to where I'm going, even if it means I got to spend a couple hours in a hot, sweaty plane next to strangers. I'd still rather get to where I'm going. Yeah. I did an overnight in the airport is miss me with Awful. that. Never, never, never. Awful. I slept on the ground one time in an Oof. airport. It's terrible. Jorge, I'll stay overnight. I have more space. I don't care. Like I'd rather spend the night and just be fresh the next day. And uh, yeah, I'll deal with it. I'll be. A, I'll spend the night. See, not unanimous. Anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. All right. So one. <laughs> so one of the uh, hallmarks of our family trip to Hilton Head is that white we people have, tacos. Yeah, white people tacos. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm so, out of this one. <laughs> So we go to the beach in the morning, in the afternoon. We come back to the pool. We have a long like pool happy hour essentially. And there are some people that like being inside the pool and drinking, and some people that like being out to the pool and making the drinks and other things like that. So last day, uh, we're trying to get through all the food that we made all this week. So essentially, a lot of those carnitas that Emily made. Uh, and my dad made uh, charcuterie board. He made nachos with the carnitas. He made hot dogs. He made hamburgers. He made. Uh, some jalapeno poppers. Mm. He made all these things, but we ate them while <laughs> in the pool, on the side of the pool, eating it. It's our, it's our family pool. We have it. We clean yep. it, all that good stuff. Yep. So anything can be eaten poolside. Alan, factor cap. This couldn't be more cap. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Would you not eat anything that I've already listed poolside? A lot of what you listed, I'm not eating bullseye. Why? Why not? It's, I think it's I would, vacation. I think no. I would enjoy the pool. Say what you guys. I got your back on this. I'm with you. I 100%. would enjoy the pool. It'd be great. It'd be amazing. It'd be fantastic. And then when it's time to eat, I would get out of the pool and go sit at a normal table and enjoy my meal. No hors d'oeuvres while in the pool with your little floaty? No. None of that. It does sound nice. The only thing, the only you get thing, your oh, no. margarita uh, blended brought up. to you okay, is listen, <laughs> a drink. A drink. A is drink's different. different. A, a drink's drink is different. complete. A drink poolside in the pool. The whole thing. Drink is no there. No pool, Lizzie. What you cannot have <laughs> is you're so uh, fired up. I love this. Go. A rack of lamb. <laughs> <laughs> lasagna? <laughs> no, wait. I this have is, done that before. <laughs> you've eaten lasagna poolside. Yeah, let's go lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> All right, keep going, keep going. Travis, where are you at on this? I, I, <laughs> have, I have nothing to add to what Al said. She just, a drink, yeah, that's awesome. I, a, a drink went is right different. by the lasagna. I, I, if you're amazing. in the pool, what, what, not to go, to, if you're in the pool, what, what's going on? You're wet. Yes. I don't want to eat food while no. I'm wet because the food's going to get a lot of chlorine on my buns. Chlorine on my buns. You're in the pool. No, oh. get out of the oh. pool, <laughs> sit clean. at the patio table. Okay. You're not invited to the Hebel Shaw to see. I would love to party with the Hebels. It sounds like you guys know how to have a good time. But I will eat my food out of the pool. I don't pool need a pork link. Just <laughs> what about some ground beef tacos in the pool? pool? No, you both are totally <laughs> wrong on this. Completely. I've never been more opposed to anything the two of you have ever I'm said. I'm not surprised. That you can, that why you're are you not surprised? No. Full if, freaking meals in the pool. Totally fine. If I'm sitting on the step Steak on the side of the eggs. pool and I'm just like, this, it's nice, it's a hot day, I'm keeping myself cool, and I'm eating. Fine. This guy's having beef ribs What's while people are jumping off yeah, the diving board. Sure. Floating by me. Sure. Oh, yeah. Dad was just eating nachos in the pool. It's fine. Yeah. It's a jalapeno and Hey, put him in a helmet. Onions. I'm good. Like, <laughs> you were leaving the next day. The pool guy was coming. Don't worry about it. What it doesn't is matter. that? Uh, pico de gallo. You have pico de gallo on your hair. <laughs> 
Doesn't matter. Even like even a, a drink. If you spill a drink in the pool, you still got to clean it. Doesn't change the fact that the pool needs to be cleaned in those situations. We cannot situations. compare. No, 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 no. A liquid drink. Just because you're just okay. because you don't like it. No, to I'll a give hot me some dog. gazpacho by the pool. I don't care. Uh, Doesn't sorry. matter what it uh, is. You're right. No, you're both wrong. No. I'm with Emily. Yeah. Let's she has yeah. lasagna. Yeah. She has Greg's lasagna invited to the Shaughnessy Heap yeah. hangout. anything? Absolutely. Okay, I want to change this slightly. Is yeah. there anything you would say, you know what, let me just get out of the pool for that? A steak that I had to cut. No, you put it right inside, you cut. <laughs> Stop, dude. <laughs> I'm afraid to die out with Travis and Steve on this one. Hell no. You do no not. You, way. Know. you all no, lack fun. whimsy. Yeah, Have no. some fun. It's vacation. Exactly. It's not, That's not an enjoyable it's, yeah, experience. I was just going to say, Why not? it's not, hey, because I'm having fun because I'm eating in the pool. Yeah, there are some things I'm like that are meant to be, to be separated. Cool I've had pool. spaghetti in the pool before. <laughs> Spaghetti's oh, a little wow. crazy, but that's fine. <laughs> no, the, you don't have two good things. Don't yeah. have to. Don't push together. Don't yeah. make a better thing. But this one does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's so, Hey, think about what hot are you dog. eating? Get ramen. Put up a bowl. <laughs> Do you Guy has pool? ramen in one Great. of the in a bowl. Yeah, let's go. All right, we got some Dodger some fans. Give me some pho while I'm in this. <laughs> yeah, throw me some chopsticks. I want to eat my lunch while I'm doing backflips. Drop a little sriracha. The Actually, there's no sriracha anymore. Still Never out. Mind. I looked yesterday. Yeah. They have, the, they have the Tabasco brand that's right next to it. It'll do in a pinch, but it's yeah. not nearly as good. It's not the same. Not nearly as good. Yeah, yeah. it's a worldwide shortage, Lee. Do Cholula. It's di- totally different. Different, but to- totally but different. solid. No, no, Jorge says no. Yeah, totally different, man. To- totally. Well, it's different, but it's nah. solid. That's like saying put mayonnaise on it. It's like you're not even <laughs> in the same category. Like they're just, I understand that you could, but why would you? It's one of those things. All right, we got some calls on the Dodgers. Plus, pretty big name floating around out there that was there, went away, and now it's back. It's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 13 years in a row. That's how many times that Rotolo Chevrolet has been dealer of the year. 13 times in a row. Think about that for a second. That's pretty remarkable. Number one in sales volume year after year after year at Rotolo as well. So what does that all mean? It means that they're taking care of people. It means that they're giving people the car or truck at the right price, the right model, and of course, unbelievable customer service. That's what they do at Rotolo day after day after day. Upfront, courteous, transparent, so you feel good about it. When's the last time you could say that when you went looking for that new car or truck? Get yourself into Rotolo Chevrolet and see what all the fun's about. Right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit, right there in Fontana, and you're going to have the best customer service experience of your life. The selection, off the charts. The pricing, you're not going to beat it. And, of course, that customer service. It starts at the top with my guy, Mike Capozio, right on down the line. From Eddie to Armando, who played in our softball game, who was a ringer, by the way. Armando's got to be on our team next year. Right on down to everyone else I've met at Rotolo Chevrolet. Come find out what all the fun's about at Rotolo Chevrolet, online at rotolochevy.com, and tell them the trap. Sent you. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, member of the Travis Slee community, Mailman Matt, has a question for you. It's a late Ask Slee. Okay. Ready, Slee? Yep. What's worse? Notice that it wasn't what's best. Hey. <laughs> what's worse? <laughs> Bed dinner, okay. pool lunch, or floor pizza? I think there's a clear <laughs> answer here, by the way. Um, forgot gosh. D. All of the Dang. above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of the, I'm, I'm with you on all the above. I'm going to actually – this one will be – I'm going to go the pool, and I'll tell you why I'm going to go the pool. Because it's more, there's more people involved. Like there's there's eight, nine, ten people could be in the pool. In your bed, you're probably by yourself or with your partner, so you're only affecting one other person. The floor pizza is Emily's signature of just having the pizza on the floor there. I think the pool affects more people. The pool, the pool. But it's your, just your family pool. It's not like you're at a public pool. Has, yeah, but... It, who the people are, I don't think matters. It's hey, do you guys pee in the pool? I, uh, no, no, come on, <laughs> come on. There's a bathroom right there. Just hop out, go. Do you it eat out. and pee in the pool? <laughs> That's the question. I don't. I'm just saying a lot of people do pee in the pool. If you por- force me to pick one of these that I have to do. I'm picking the floor pizza to eat. If you're over, that, that's the best of these three options. If you're over four years old, and you and you're still peeing in a pool, I don't even know. Maybe four is too high. Three? What? Well, I don't know what the age. My kid does not pee in the pool. I got she bad news for you. She it's might. Way past no, four. It's way past four. So what? Way like past kids four. at nine 37. still peeing in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of people still pee in the pool. I, Emily's right. Nobody should, but she's right. I didn't need to know that. <laughs> Did you think? Okay, there's a bathroom is right there, there. Is there a every uh, time a pool in your complex? Uh, there is. Yeah. Okay, how often is it shut down? But that's for number two. Not always. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I but, worked at a pool. No, I was a lifeguard. She, she's she's right, but yeah. not always. Usually, yes. Or well, the good news is up. our pool is never shut down. No, so, oh, then, so then that's, that's even worse. That means that they're not doing what they're. <laughs> There's supposed definitely no to lifeguard do. there. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Even worse because you enjoy the pool every yeah, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> definitely happy because we have a pool in our community, right? That gets used a ton. It's a really pretty pool. It's yeah. nice, and it gets used a lot. And we have a lot of young kids. Yep. That pool's closed at least one day a week. With the big sign says, uh, "Due to unforeseen circumstances, the pool needs to be sanitized yeah, and will okay. be unavailable for 24 hours." Yeah, so check okay. this out. Last weekend, Marta's like, hey. and people are eating in the pool. <laughs> oh man, hold on. I took Marta swimming so, last weekend. Not my pool. My pool is not open to the public. Kids are coughing, sneezing. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, no, I'm not getting in this. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's. I what was you, did you swim in your pool? Maybe that's what happened to you before you were making. Maybe you got pool vid or no. whatever, whatever it's called. <laughs> there are so many chemicals in the pool that it will get rid of all that stuff, but that also end up Not on your on, on your hamburger bun. <laughs> exactly. We got to get rid of the food, a pool guys. Filter will not process a hot dog. <laughs> oh, hell no! <laughs> not going through quite like that. Quite like uh, that. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Huntington Beach and our man Paul. Paul, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, Paul? Hey, man. Always good to talk to you. You know, you you were talking uh, for fact and cat. You know, you talk about Kershaw, dude. The Dodgers are deploying their version of load management. It seems like with, with Kersh. And if that's the case, 
so be it. You know, let the guy get ready to go. We're going to need him down the stretch, but that doesn't change the fact that they have definitely got to load up. And let's not lose sight of the fact what the Dodgers have done this year is almost as remarkable as winning 111 games last year. Dude, they were on their fifth best option. They had a guy playing Luke Williams at shortstop earlier in the year, for goodness sake. Their, their rotation is decimated, and they're 16 games up. And by the way, after this homestand, the schedule loosens up a lot. They've got a lot of built-in wins. They load up a couple of pitchers, and, and all of a sudden you've got a team that has had to fight all year long. I'll take a team that has to fight all year long that rolled into 111 wins. Now, that's me being a little Pollyannish and, and being positive here on a, on a you know, midsummer. All right, man, I'll talk to you guys. You got I, it, Paul. I, I think there's something to that. I, I don't, you know, listen, I, I understand last season it was basically it's a, it's a win almost every night. Mm-hmm. But it took, took any intrigue out. It took any um, – there was no sense of urgency. There was no, I don't know, fight. Right, that the team didn't really need to fight. It's like it's walking into a battle, and and you got real weapons, and they're just using their fists. It's like, all right, well, you can't really get up for that every single night. And I'm not telling you the the roster is perfect because it's not. I think we're all saying that they need more pitching, and that's the area that you're most concerned about, especially come postseason. But I get the I would rather have a team like this that has had to fight tooth and nail to get where they're sitting than a team that. Pretty much the season, you know, the regular season was over by the time you got to August, and you didn't really need to do that much to get in. I, I get it as a concept. I get what Paul's saying, and I get why you are, are with. But if would you rather have Miguel Rojas or Trey Turner? Right? You'd rather have Trey Turner. Would you rather have um, a, just a, an unbelievable guy after guy after guy who's been to All Star games and MVP or a, or a revolving door? I, I get the idea of grit and and toughness, and I think it might serve them well. Talent, the talent. But if you just said, "Do you want to have a bunch of MVPs?" I'll take the MVPs. But I get what you're saying. I want to go back to what he was saying about Kershaw. I think he's right. I think what Paul is saying is right. Kershaw, they are load managing. I'm not worried about him. Once he comes back, I expect him to pitch well. I know he's not going to be scared. I know he's not going to be overwhelmed by the moment. I know that he's experienced, et cetera. He's Clayton Kershaw. He'll either pitch well or he won't, right? It's just, it's fine. And I think he'll pitch well. And I have big expectations for him. It's one guy, right? You you got to play. These are best of five and best of seven scenarios where you got to figure out a way to win four games in seven nights. He can only pitch two of those games. Okay, that leaves a whole bunch of other questions that they don't have. Let's say you get Bobby Miller two of those. Uh, all right, Bobby Miller's pretty darn green. And it's not a Kershaw load management thing. I think he's going to be fine. It is a, who do you have behind that guy? And Julio, who was supposed to be the guy that you'd feel best about, you don't. He's been bad this season and and devastatingly bad on the road to the point where you probably have to jiggle your rotation a little bit to only let him pitch at Dodger Stadium. He's been that bad on the road. It's not a Kershaw thing. It's an everyone else thing. Okay, let's. you got a week then to figure stuff out. What do they do in the next week? They'll get at least one starting pitcher, and I wouldn't fall off my chair if it were two. Okay. And, and you're going to see a couple of those arms like, oh, they get rid of, and I'm just throwing Sheehan, Pepio, Stone, Grove. I, I don't know, but the only one that I would, no chance, no how, no way, is Miller. Miller's not going anywhere. Yeah. Everyone else is available. Yeah, and, and by the way, just kind of take your chances. It, it, We've kind of had this conversation before. You've got so much in your farm system, so much. And I'm not telling you get rid of it just because you're bored. But what do you have it all for, for you're moments right. like this? You're right. 
it's moments like this that where you say that so many other teams do not have that uh, the luxury of it. Now's the time where you use them. Never miss a moment at Travis Lee. You can always listen to the podcast on the all-new ESPN LA app brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wine. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. To your point, Slee, about moving prospects, they're going to need to do it, and it has a lot to do with something that is completely out of your, their control. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.